Today's program is brought to you by Magic Mind, the world's first productivity drink. Well, that's a bold claim, but this is a bold drink that fits all its essential ingredients into a two-ounce shot. Proven ingredients like lion's mane for memory, elasticity, cordyceps mushrooms for natural energy, and essential hormones like vitamin D3. Did you know that roughly 80% of Americans are vitamin D deficient? Another reason to make Magic Mind a part of your morning routine or evening, I don't judge. Whatever you do at night is your business. Just make Magic Mind a part of it. Now here's some things they asked me to say. A two ounce shot gives you five to seven hours of sustainable productivity. Our magical combinations of 12 active ingredients, including nootropics and adaptogens, is scientifically designed by experts to improve energy, focus, mood, productivity, and decrease stress. Carbon Neutral USA startup based in Silicon Valley, so far we've helped over 5,000 people with procrastination, fatigue, brain fog, ADD, and much more. More info can be learned at magicmind.co slash learn and at magicmind on Instagram. 10% off if you enter your email, plus additional discounts if you get a subscription. Once again, magicmind.co. Try it for two weeks and feel the difference for yourself. To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. No, I probably had COVID like 74 times. I have no clue and I don't care. Everybody likes Blanche. Because Blanche was a pig who took it. Did you smell your poop? Did you learn anything? Did you read about the dog story? Who the f- is my ex-girlfriend who I despise calling me? A lot to blame on the news. It's a lot to blame on Anthony Fauci, that f- Italian leprechaun. Almost like it never existed, but it fucking did. So do me a favor. Go f- yourself. Jay here, positive sarcasm.com, recorded here from the Spare Parts Studios. Like, subscribe, share, donate! Positive sarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. This episode is brought to you by Magic Mind. Go to magicmind.co slash learn for more information. Honestly, magicmind.co will also get you there, but that's what they told me to say, so that's what I'm going to tell you. Magicmind.co slash learn. Try for two weeks and feel the difference for yourself. This is a Magic Mindy episode. The freaking alarm system. Also, check out the Weeble app. The link in the description down below. Free stock. Woo! Um, the alarm system for my complex has been going off since Tuesday and I am whacked out like just and it's right by my door so I mean I can still hear it like the time I ripped this the alarm out of my Saab 9.5 because it has its own built-in battery system so when the battery dies it just goes off and 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 doesn't stop until you eventually get sick of it and you rip the wheel well off of your car you take the battery out or excuse me you take the entire fucking thingy out the whole arm system and then you throw it in the merrimack river i still have nightmares about it to this day but once it finally uh the what you would call it the alarm system is off i feel a little better i'm jacked up on magic mind i'm gonna close the show with a nice short little podcast to wish everybody a merry christmas merry christmas and a happy hanukkah so we're gonna close out also you know what's cool is um uh, what's his face from uh, Matthew? His name is Matthew. What's with that cocktail shirt, Matthew? Um, from Magic Mind sent me a short 
little video, and I figured I would share it with you guys. If you don't know who Matthew is, he's I think he's the creator or the co-creator of Magic Mind. So let's just go ahead and figure out what he uh, what does he what does he want from me? I'm I hope it's not to scold me for the the bad words I use in the podcast, but seems like a nice enough guy. Joe, what? My name is Matthew. That's I'm me. Tester team here at Magic Mind. That's you. Thank you so much for being a three month subscriber. To You're welcome. It's so awesome, and it is not something we take for granted. Is that? It's customers like you who helped us get to where we are now. Hey. Let's build it to the next level. Oh. Seriously, thank you so much. Seriously, you're welcome. I just wanted to let you know. What? That (gasps) we need help managing your subscription, change the number of bottles you're getting, or how often you're getting them. I'm listening. I'd be so thankful to help you out. Really? I'd also love to hear any feedback you have, whether it's positive or negative. Positive. Thanks for taking the time to watch Sarcasm. For subscribing. Yep. Have a great rest of your day. What day? Today? Ooh, that was a little creepy. Can we not? Can we just say, hey, thanks for trying the drink and just move on from there? I don't, you know. <laughs> okay. Seriously, uh, Matthew, I, I mean, I like you as a friend, but not with that cocktail shirt. That shit's got to go. But anyways, uh, thank you to Matthew. And thank you for, seriously, thank you to Magic Mind for, um, I talk a lot of stupid shit and I say a lot of stupid stuff on this podcast, but you know, it's kind of, it's very therapeutic for me to do this. Let's go ahead and get him out of here. Um, so for somebody to just willing to be like, Hey, why don't you try my drink and see if you like it and then show, you know, tell everybody on on your thingy about it. We were at like 14,000 subscribers until, or 14,000 RSS feed until my freaking Substack kicked a bucket or something, but I'll fix it. Apparently you can't auto upload it. You got to do it like every single week so the feed resets so i'll have to do it manually going forward but either case um you know it's cool when you you do something like that and then people reach out and they go hey why don't you try this and you're like yeah you know what what the hell let's it's worth a shot and i gotta tell you uh the only negative feedback i have about magic mind is that i can't take it on an empty stomach it makes me really nauseous but i i think it's just because it's such a con it's so concentrated with vitamins and minerals and nutrients and it's just it is it's a very good product matter of fact, the product is so good it, i don't have to take my vitamin d in the morning because magic mind has 250 uh micrograms already in it which is the 10,000 i use i take on a daily basis magic mind already has that built into it so I don't even have to take my microgram, my additional micrograms on top of it because then I'd be taking 20,000 micrograms and I can't say for certain whether or not that is a safe amount to take on a daily basis. But thankfully, Magic Mind already has it built in. So it's really awesome. It's a really, in my opinion, it's a very good product. It's a very safe product. And I think it's a product you should, um, I don't make any, you know, I don't make any BS about it. I think it's good. I think it's a great little shot. It, it, it really, you could throw it in your purse. You throw it in the fridge. It's awesome, and it's cool to try new products when you're doing when you're doing a, a program like this. And people are willing to be like, "Hey, you know what? Maybe you know, it's cool. We're sharing common interests. We have a product. I have a I have a podcast. It's like you know, what's what's use each other to get to to get to the next level here. And um, I appreciate it. He cares about his product. He cares about my health. And honestly, I really do appreciate it. Uh, this is not scripted or anything. It's just, it's my way of, look, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for, for caring about my health and wellness. It's one of the most important things to me. Um, so I, I do appreciate it. I got a couple more left, so I'm going to 
continue to sponsor the podcast for another couple episodes for, for, for them. And I strongly advise that you guys go and try this product. So just go to go to magicmind.co slash learn. They got a new formula out and that's uh, that's all I really should say about it. I mean, the product does speak for itself if you, um, if you want a clean source of energy and brain food all in one. So there you have it. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you to everybody over at Magic Mind for, uh, you know, making my day magical. <laughs> mm. Mm. I mean, it's a lot better than what you naturally have to deal with in the holidays. The holidays, it's like, um, first of all, a product like that would be great during the holidays because, look, it, it's it's a day where you really, it's a, it's a month where you really have to stay sharp and, and you have to tell your family the right things. You got to be like, no, mom, I'm not a complete failure. I work at this place. I make this much money. These are my plans for the next 72 years of my life. Everything's fine. You don't have to worry about me. Stop asking probing questions, bitch. So it's really, this is the time where you really get to understand where your place is in the family. And you really get to understand which people dislike the uh, family members the most. That's the great thing about the holidays is we really understand where everyone stands. So you like you go over to your mother's or your brother's or your sister's house or your cousin's house. And they're like, yeah, we, we, we got to do two Christmases this year. We're going to do Christmas Eve there. And then I got to have dinner over at, uh, over at uh, you know, over at Sarah's house. But Sarah's friends with Kelly and Kelly. Oh, my God. She fucking just wouldn't leave me alone last year. And she's going to be a fucking bitch this year. Oh, my God. If I ever... I swear, if she ever says anything to me about Jacob, I swear I'm going to smack her upside her stupid fucking head her fucking dumb blonde hair and her uh, smiley face because of all the wine and fucking Percocets that she takes. Oh, I hate that bitch. That's the Christmas spirit. That's what you're looking forward to over the next couple days. And it is, for me, it's part of, it's really the most enjoyable part for me seeing everybody seething in pure fucking anger. And I just kind of sit back and pet the, the, the family dog, whosoever family dog it happens to be, um, and just watch the fireworks uh, manifest. And then basically after two and a half hours, um, after all the family drama has subsided, I usually steal um, at least seven or eight cookies uh, and um, you know maybe a bottle of wine, and I head for the door. And that's perfectly fine with me, and I, I think that's I think that's good. I've gone to I mean just about every party I've gone to has been generally been around about two and a half to three hours. And while everybody's still cranking away, I'm doing the old Irish goodbye. Generally, nobody ever sees me leave. Uh, and then I get I get to my bedroom and I shut off my phone and then I get all the text messages and I, where were you because everybody was fucking drunk. <gasps> Cheers. But at least I mean on the plus side, <laughs> there are there there's ways around a ways of to navigate the holiday season. One of them is alcohol, and I've said time and time again, alcohol is the best gift you can give anybody, including an alcoholic, because it just reminds them of the good times in the past. Really, seriously. if That's the only really good president um, to give somebody because they got enough shit. There's no such thing as not having enough shit. Oh, thank. I mean, I'm, I'm borderline broke, and I, I still have a lot of shit. So please, if you could, this holiday season – Bring me more shit. If it's Christmas, Christmas, bring me a big box of shit. If it's holiday, if it's the Hanukkah, 
the Hanukkah because you're a Jew? Bring me eight things of shit so I could fill up my place with more shit. Because that's literally what I would love. Oh, I want these uh, latex gloves so I can stay uh, over the sink and not get my hands wrinkling as I consider taking my own life because I always do the goddamn dishes. Or, oh, thanks, uh, another battery for my power drill. Oh, or look, a fucking, uh, 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 you know, a card game that I have no intention of playing because I really don't have any friends who um, would would be willing to sacrifice their, their time to play such a, an, a dumb idea. So there's there's these things that, as far as, if you're going to give somebody a gift, it better be fucking disposable. I'm serious. Whatever you give somebody as a gift, it better be goddamn disposable. I mean, first of all, alcohol. Um, the good thing is great. Th- well, this first of all, there's great things about alcohol. I don't care what Andrew Zimmerman or Andrew Byrne or Andrew uh, Huberman. That's his fucking name. Andrew Huberman says alcohol is amazing. I don't care what anybody says. Alcohol, number one, disposable. Number two, pretty. Number three, tasty. Number three, comes in many different flavors. Is that number three or number four? Number four, once you're done with it, you get rid of it. doesn't take up any space. Uh, number five, if you're not an alcohol drinker or if it's not your sort of brand, you can leave it for the next party. Or you can re-gift it, which it saves the person you gave money in their pocket to have to go and buy some stupid-ass gift that somebody doesn't want. Well, it's like you can just be like, well, this uh, this gin, I'm not really actually into gin. I may have lied during the last party that I actually was into gin, but I'm actually not. I think it's like, it tastes like fucking pine needles. But I know Craig likes gin, so I'm just going to put a bow on it and t- make it believe it's from me. And that's $30 I don't have to spend. Absolute genius. So alcohol, one of the best gifts you can give the holiday. I mean, that's all I do. Oh, it's Christmas. Time to go to the liquor store. And then, of course, if you have other things, like first first of all, everybody loves drugs as far as uh, even if it's caffeine, like coffee. So basically, drugs is harmless as caffeine or drugs as aggressive as heroin or gabapentin or fucking, I don't know, Percocets, whatever. Those are great drugs too. Give those out for the holiday season. If you've got a fucking... If if you've got like a, a you know a, a case full or a, a fucking medicine cabinet full of hell, even if Suboxone's in there uh, or you know you know codeine or anything, just go ahead, get a little pouch, put a little bow on it, wrap it up, give it to somebody. Here you go. What are these? Molly. Oh, you shouldn't have drugs, mushrooms, weed, whatever you got. Wrap it up. Give it away. Rub this in. Rub this on your shoulder. The pain will go away. It's just great. Just great. That's exactly – that's the one thing about the holiday season. Your job as a gift giver is to make their pain go away. And whether it be through American whiskey or psilocybin mushrooms or, or fucking uh, mollies or, or you know par- any other party drugs that you can get your hands on that you can crush for them ahead of time and snort it, I mean you're going to look like a goddamn hero. And it's funny. I wrote these. I had these rough drafts of articles that um, I wanted to kind of. This one kind of ties into the holiday season and just basically the the average work life in the in the in during like the holiday season. And it, it it's it's really it is very. It's a great echo of American culture right now. Let me read this off to you. Um, going to Mabrenahens to get shit housed and rip butts. That's two drugs in one. 
wake up, drugs, eat, take blood pressure medicine, drugs, can't pay attention, subject matter too boring, stratera, concerta, ritalin, Adderall, drugs, 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 and drugs, depressed, anxious, epileptic, drugs, drugs, and drugs. Well, you gotta sleep now, but you can't. Because you're all whacked up from your caffeinated, blood-pressuring, ADDing, sad-sacking, nervousness disorder, which is a side effect of the medications above. It's okay. There's a pill for that, too. Drugs! But that drug gives you awful nausea. So, drugs! Then you wake up and pee all those chemicals into the water supply. Now Sarah next door, who's a vegetarian, is trying to stay hydrated. Thinks the fucking trees are plotting to kill her because all the medicines you pissed into the town water supply, along with thousands of other crackpots with the same zip code. Drugs! So that is essentially my idea of the American society, especially during the holiday season. So I strongly suggest that you head to the liquor store by 6 p.m. tonight. Pick up some really shiny bottles of whatever the fuck it is at approximately $25 to $40 per bottle, depending upon your yearly budget, and start cranking out uh, gifts. And don't even have to wrap them. Basically, just take get one of those little gift bags with a bow on it, dump the booze in there. Here you go, motherfucker. And they'll be like, oh, you shouldn't have. And then you're done. And then you're done. That's it. Easiest drug in the world. Now, if you can get your hands on, on, on some type of psychedelics, great. Throw that in the bag, give that off to people, make sure you give them instructions on how to use it, and you're good. Um, but that's how I would operate during the holiday season. Where's my angry music at? I do angry music now on the podcast because I'm trying to stay awake now. You know, I'm trying to stay awake during this fucking podcast. I've been so exhausted lately, um, especially the past few days, that I'm just doing whatever I can. If I gotta, you know, pound coffee during the podcast like I used to and play fucking Doom Eternal soundtrack, I'll do whatever it takes. I don't give a shit. My podcast, I'll do whatever the fuck I want, including fall asleep during it, which I've also done before. Mm. Now, I'm gonna keep this podcast short. I do have one little final thing that I was talking. I don't think I'm ever gonna turn it into a um, into an article, but I wanted to talk about. Well, I just want to kind of close the show. I know there's a lot of bullshit going on right now. The Twitter leak, the Twitter files, the FBI, the IRS agents, and uh, Venmo, and I don't know, and the Sam Bankman Freed situation. I get it. Everything is bullshit right now. And it's like you wish somebody would come along with some good ideas and actually be in a position to execute them. Well, a, lo- a while back, I wrote like this giant list of things. I First of all, I did re- release an article. Um <clears throat> I think it was called New Rules for Congress. It's available on Substack and at my website, PositiveSarcasm.com. Support the podcast, by the way, PositiveSarcasm.com. Slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Um, also, yeah, so I wrote that about rules for, con- for specifically for Congress. But I think it to myself, you complain an awful lot, Jay. What would you do if you were actually president? Well, I mean, in a perfect world, if I was like the Magic Kingdom owner and I had the keys to the king and to everything, what would I do? What executive orders could I sign? What difference could I possibly make? Am I even in the right for the things I would do? And what am I forgetting to do that people will remind me halfway down the road? So, I mean, I did come up with a list of like, it's called my first days as president. And there's a bunch of stuff in here. Hi, handsome. How you doing, buddy? Um that I could probably go over and just kind of close up shop with it. And then we can call it a Christmas. And I'm actually, you know, take the, 
take the, the, the rest of the holiday season off, and then we'll come back in early January and get back after it. So I have a bunch of stuff here. Oops, excuse me, wrong picture. There we go. Um, my first days in office, things I would want to do immediately should I hit office. And hopefully some of these will um, tickle your fancy. So my first, and this is in no particular order, no particular order, so let's just go ahead and get right into it. Now, my first days in office. Number one, I would decriminalize marijuana and psychedelic drugs, which means that it would no longer be a federal crime if you possess or own uh, marijuana or any other psychedelic drugs. Now, decriminalization means that it's left up to the states. The states decide um, how they want to handle the criminalization or the basically legalization of these drugs. So it'll make it more available. You don't have to worry about the federal government coming down your neck if you have federal contracts. It's no longer going to be an issue. So as far as that, decriminalize marijuana and psychedelic drugs, no longer the government's problem. You states figure it out on your own. You cities figure it out on your own. You people, you guys figure it out on your own. Not our problem anymore. Okay, next up in the docket, nonviolent drug offenders. Basically... The entire city of Baltimore. If you are a drug offender, marijuana, weed, the uh, fucking mushrooms, cocaine, if you just had it or you were on it, but you did not commit a crime or you have not committed a crime, you I guess that considers you a non-violent drug offender, you'd be released. I would sign the pardon of every single non-violent drug offender. We don't need to fill up the prisons any more than we have to. They need to go. That's pretty much open to me. All right. This next one. Increase border security, and str but streamline the immigration process. We all came from somewhere, and the vast majority of us did not come from the United States. However, countries have borders. States have borders, but we are the United States, except for California. They don't fucking count. But that being said, borders matter because... It lets people know that you have to take this country seriously. You don't just come in here to get the feet off the fucking government or take away jobs from other people. There is a process, though, to coming to the United States. And each person should be considered, just like when we came to Ellis Island. Those people were considered. Hell, there was an entire boat full of Jews that were turned away and sent back to Germany. I'm pretty sure they're all fucking dead at this point. Um, during World War II. Well, before World War II. They're all gone. So, you know what? It's a strict it is a strict process, but it should be a streamlined process that somebody I'm sure can come up with and uh, give people the American uh, – the, the, at least the ability to achieve the American dream. But you got to follow the process. If you want to come here, there are rules. There are rules. There are guidelines. There are culture. Assimilate to our culture and bring a little bit of – bring the flavor of your culture. Abide by our rules, though. Going ahead. Moving on. The ATF, Al Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, 100% dissolve the ATF, completely get rid of it as a, a, a an arm of the federal government. Completely. They don't need to be there. They cost too much money. In my opinion, they're fucking useless. And I'm not done. Number Next one. Dissolve Homeland Security. Homeland Security was created... Shortly after the Patriot Act was signed and uh, September 11th. However, Homeland Security is it's a double. It's been a double edged sword. Sure, it has had its usefulnesses, but at the same time, it's also um, 
used basically the federal government against the American people. Can't do that. And I'm not going to fucking stand for that. So my first order of business is as president, first days in office, executive decision, dissolve the ATF, dissolve Homeland Security. And I'm not done yet. Have the IRS. The IRS hired 87,000 agents recently. Um, So that's going to go away. Plus another 25% per se. So that's all going to go away. The IRS does not need to be looking into my Venmo accounts. They don't need to be uh, counting my cryptos. They don't need to be doing any of that bullshit. They can just fuck right off. Um, if they're not if they're not going to hold anybody in Congress accountable for the amount of insider stock trading that they do, I don't need to take them seriously. And quite frankly, if they don't if they still exist, it'll be at a minimal capacity. Moving on, the Patriot Act, which is also the invention of Homeland Security. Dissolve the Patriot Act in its entirety. Completely get rid of it altogether. Now, am I capable of doing this? No, but I could definitely push for this and also ask for a judicial Supreme Court review of the Patriot Act to see if it's constitutional and then push for its its basically uh, its absolvement or absolvement or dissolvement completely. Um Support local farming and decentralized farming in general in the United States. Uh, we don't need rows and rows and rows of super corn and soybean crops that we're just going to export out to other countries. That's bullshit. We need to be focusing on the people in this country. We need to make sure that local farmers, the one who produce the more organic and better sourced foods and take care of their farmlands better, those are the ones that we need to support the most. So on top of all that, we need to decentralize uh, decentralized farming in the United States and bring it back to the locals and support it in any way possible. Next up on the docket, exonerate Edward Snowden and Julian Assange, Julian Assange, and provide private security for both of them. I don't want them getting fucking clipped the second I pardon them. They've done nothing wrong. Matter of fact, they're some of the greatest journalists of the American people and they should be rewarded as such. So next up, increase all forms of energy within the U.S. Natural gas, oil, solar, wind, hydrogen powered, all of it. We should anything that is needed in the United States, we should be able to produce it and utilize it here. We shouldn't be relying on United Arab or we shouldn't be relying on Russia or uh, uh, Europe or South America, it should be produced here. We should be able to be self-sufficient without needing anybody else. Next up, like I stated, this also ties into decreasing all dependency on China, the Middle East, and Russia. Chase, what are you doing? Sit down. Now, as far as like China, yeah, decreasing our dependency off them greatly. Russia, same thing. The Middle East, I don't have too much beef with the Middle East. I know they killed a journalist and chopped him into tiny, tiny bits, but that's besides the point. We're going to have to live with that one. Believe me, we're not we're not saints either over here. But decreasing dependency on them is extremely significant, and it shouldn't be at the expense of American people. Next up, increase production of food, farming, and supplementation within the United States. Like I said, food, important. We should be, we should be growing it and farming it here. Um farming doing that here and supplementation basically supplements like fish oil pills uh, uh, uh magnesium vitamin d vitamin c all these things 
so a lot of them get imported. If we can increase the, the, the supplementation market, manufacturing and distribution within the United States, I would highly recommend we start doing so. So we don't have to rely on, on getting my vitamin D from, I don't know, Malaysia or wherever. Next up, remove diversity, equity, and inclusion from, compet from com com competency and all the work armed forces. So basically, diversity, equity, and inclusion, diversity of the workforce and the armed forces. The armed forces have one job, okay? One job, nothing else. I don't need see to see the nuclear fucking... Uh, the guy who owns all the nuclear dis disarmament stuff in the United States with a mustache and a dress on while he's running away with Dolce & Gabbana uh, luggage carriers. Uh, I, I don't need – we don't need that. He's clearly not competent. We need people who are fully in charge and fully understand and are fully capable of absorbing the amount of pain and pressure and uh, all the responsibilities that is to be in the armed services that hold the nuclear codes, that handle um, – you know, nuclear disarmament, nuclear waste materials, the, you know, all that shit. These people need to be fully competent. That's where a meritocracy is at its best. Next up, removing stock trading and private corporate interests from Congress. Absolutely. This is the problem is that capitalism and Congress are now basically hand in hand. This is one of the reasons that Twitter uh, is such a shit show right now is because of what Elon found that the that the federal government was not only sending information to Twitter and requesting information from them, they were also reimbursing them according to the evidence which is very strong reimbursing Twitter for its for its efforts that is sp that is sponsored censorship so that needs to end next up lower taxes for all classes of citizens Basically, you still be you still be paying taxes, but at a lower but at a lower thing. Basically, if you've got more money to spend in your own pocket, you're more likely to be charitable with that money. It's just the truth. It is. If people are just so strung out because they're wondering what, what if they're going to be able to eat the next day, or 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 afford their car payment, that money's not going to the Salvation Army. That money's not going to Toys for Tots. That money's not going to nonprofits. That money's not going to help out a family member. Or, or somebody that really, really needs it. It's just not happening. And I mean it. Lowering taxes for big businesses, lowering taxes, um, lowering taxes for lower-income people, middle-income people, middle-upper, all of them. Lower the taxes. Because you know who needs those taxes in the end? It's the, it's the federal government, and they don't need those taxes. They're just using it so they can send armament overseas. They don't need it. They don't need that money. That money needs, excuse me, needs to go back to the American people. We can make this country very, very, very rich. Next up, decreasing glyphosate and industrial toxins from the American food and water supply. Um, you know, microplastics and other toxins that are in our water supply. Shit, there are, there are towns in the United States that don't even have good water to drink. Okay. And the fact that you're – it is scary, like drinking out of bottled water – or the amount of like if you're your well water or your town water, you don't even know what's really in there when you really think about it. Okay. So I remember I sent a freaking sample of the Hampton Beach water to, to off to the the the, uh, the people and I never got that shit back. And I would have loved to have seen what was actually in that water. Um, 
but that would be a that would be a congressional effort of basically I wouldn't re- I wouldn't even be worrying about fossil fuels. I'd be more worried about the shit and the other industrial toxins that are in our water and our food supply, microtoxins and everything. So that is a effort I would like to see pushed forward. Next up, improving relations with Mexico. We have to figure this out. They're right there. They're such a such a wonderful nation with an amazing culture and hardworking people and they absorb all of our tourism it makes sense to have better relationships with them and whatever they're and whatever problems they're having with the cartels clearly there's a power structure there that we can, that can be that can be dampened down if we just change a lot of the laws in this country and then we learn to work with work with the cartels or basically just create this situation where it, it's not a necessity to always be illegal. So improving relations with Mexico is absolutely fundamental. Wonderful country. We should do absolutely, absolutely everything we can. Cause it's not like, it's not like foreign aid. It's like, these are our legit neighbors, legit neighbors. And we should do, we should absolutely be able to help them come up. They, it's, I mean, it's basically, you know, it's, it's right, it's right there. And they have some very, very poor people down there. And I really do think because they're right there, we should be able to bring them up in the world. They should be, I mean, sometimes you go to certain places in Mexico, they're right there with us. You go to other places in Mexico, it's a fucking third world country, and it shouldn't have to be. Mexico should be just like Canada, except for the Justin Trudeau guy. That guy has to go. He's an asshole. But there really should be – Mexico should be far better than it is, and we've done nothing to help them out in my opinion. I could be wrong. You could argue these points with me, but I'm really – obviously, I'm trying to be compassionate here in that part. Next up, JFK releasing all JFK assassination records, no redactions whatsoever. They all come out. All the information comes out. It's been far too long. We need to know who killed Kennedy, and I don't know if it was Lee Harvey Oswald. That stuff has to come out. Next up, increase funding in space travel, whether it's space travel to the moon, travel to the bottom of the ocean, travel to Mars, travel to the outer, uh, travel to the outer limits, um, traveling for just basically as transportation, you know, commercial transportation around the globe. Um, absolutely increasing funding in all these things and stretching out, stretching out humankind to other planets is an absolutely, that's a, it's something we should do. Something we should have done at least 30 years ago and we haven't done it. Um, I think it would be better for the world if we got a few people off this rock. So moving forward, investigate and indict all forms of political corruption. 100%. People like Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, uh, Joe Manchin, um, fucking frog face there from Kentucky. Uh, obviously, anybody who was in the Clinton campaign. Political corruption is is a seed of evil in this country, and it needs to be, it needs to be stopped. And though just because they're in office, the the rules don't apply to them. I think that's bullshit. If you are if you are accused of corruption, the full force you represent the people of your state or your region or whatever. You're accountable. You should be held to a higher standard, and none of these people are. Next up on the docket, enforce the monopoly slash duopoly rule in corporate mergers. There's a lot of monopolies, and there's duopolies like uh, like social media companies creating a duopoly on public speech or a monopoly on public speech. 
And then there's cable companies that basically they the they they make sure that they have agreements with the city so no other uh, ISPs can get into the city and basically create competition for them. That's essentially a monopoly on a region. That shit has to stop. Those rules should be enforced 100%. Otherwise, at the end of the day, the consumer suffers. Next up on the docket. End all unnecessary wars and remove the military-industrial complex. I get that some person, there was some person who made an interesting point. The reason we are involved in this war in Ukraine is we're trying to get rid of all of our old munitions so we can practice. We're basically watching this shit in practice. So when we get for get into a real war with China, which will probably be, or Iran, um, we'll essentially be ready with the new shit. That being said, why? What are we doing? What's the fucking point of all of this? At the end of the day, are we sending people over there to get? We're sending people to a country. They're just going to get killed. What? Why? Did they have max, mass weapons of mass destruction? No, at least not at that time. Why? Why are we doing this? Why are we going over there? It serves no. It's it's always something tied to us in the end, and somebody else is trying to cover up their tracks. We don't need to be there. We don't need to be wasting taxpayers' money sending thousands of cruise missiles over there, millions of dollars apiece. There are wars to be fought right now. These aren't but these aren't ones. This is pointless, in my opinion. Next up on the docket. Decrease unnecessary foreign aid. Trillions of dollars going to countries that you don't even know where to find on a fucking map. And one of these countries, Ghana, is basically like declaring bankruptcy. We've been sending them shit for years. And it's like, okay. You're taking American money and you still can't balance your checkbook. It's like, Jesus Christ, what are we doing? Not just what are you doing, but what are we doing wrong? So this is absolutely pointless that we do this. And I I mean, I don't see why we should just keep giving this money out for no reason whatsoever. When we've got people hungry hungry here in the streets who need health care for some reason or another. who uh, And there are schools that are so behinding, lacking books and technology and teachers and stuff like that. It's like... However you want to disperse this cash is up to you, but we got cities that are crumbling over here. We don't need to be sending them to their crumbling cities. You know, there's billions of dollars in California for the homeless crisis. It just keeps getting worse, and they just keep, they keep getting raises. What the fuck are we doing? Next up on the docket, protect freedom of the press laws. Journalism is the one thing that sets the country straight, is the fact that we are able to report like the New York Post was hopefully going to be able to report until they got censored by Twitter. Freedom of the press is important, just like protecting free. So it's three things. Protecting freedom of the press, protecting freedom of speech, and protecting the Second Amendment. They all exist because of each other, and they all need to be protected at the highest level. Next up on the docket, Davos. Disavow Davos. We're not doing this World Economic Forum, one world government, eat the bugs, you will own nothing and be happy, Klaus Schwab bullshit. The guy's a fucking supervillain, okay? He needs to be stopped. He needs to be ignored. And we basically as a country need to say, we're not going to fucking bother with you. Fuck you. We're not going to keep flying over in our fucking private jets to listen to your dumb ass. You're not the president. You don't lead us. So why don't you go and kick rocks? Disavow Davos altogether. Next up on the docket. Ban gain-of-function research and all funding uh, funding towards said research. So basically, the pandemic would not have happened if we weren't funding gain-of-function research, gain research over at the Wuhan lab in China. 
Okay. I don't think it would have happened. So that money, those millions of dollars, and those fucking beagles that Fauci was torturing in South Africa, most likely this shit would not have happened if said funding was not acquired. It's unnecessary. We know this shit is bad. We don't need to go into a lab and poke at it. There are some things that need to be researched, and that wasn't one of them. And first of all, if you are going to do fund some type of research, what are you doing doing it all the way over there at a country with the most fucking people in it so it's capable of spreading quickly? Why don't you do it in a small town in Kansas? No disrespect towards Kansas, but you got some towns that, you know, you don't need. Moving on. Remote healthcare mandates. Now, thankfully for me, there are no healthcare mandates. There was almost one this year with the vaccine mandate. Thankfully, that one got kicked aside unless you worked you work in healthcare. And I felt bad for those people in New York who lost all their jobs and then had to wait until the thing got overturned and they got to go back to their job. But still, unnecessary. And then, of course, having to have healthcare or suffering a penalty because of it, unnecessary. There are better ways to do this. So all healthcare mandates, they, ha- they, will t- they are to be removed. This one is an interesting one. Term limits for Congress. I'm wondering if two or four or six or eight years for like a congressman or a senator is a good way to go about things. A lot of these people should not be – when you look at some of these people, you go, what the fuck are you still doing there? You're 85 years old. You should not be in Congress right now. You should be retired and fly fishing in Montana. You do not need to be there. At this point, you're just being greedy. You know, So if you have maybe four years in Congress, eight years in Congress, or ten years in con- – whatever, um, I think that would probably be the best course of action for you. So I think there should absolutely be term limits in Congress. Finally, super PACs, large giant donations that go towards basically candidates of their choice. Has nothing to do with the people's choice. It's who do we think is the most advertisable so we can basically get the votes needed for what we need to get voted in. Therefore, all right, you're going to play ball. We're going to give you the super PAC money. That should be banned. All super PACs need to be banned. And I've said it. I've said in my article uh, for new rules for Congress, nothing over ten grand. There's like a whole list of shit in there. So, um, yeah, that's essentially my first days in office. Things I would want to tackle, uh, mostly because I think it's the right thing to do, whether it's past, present, or future sake. I think there's a lot there that I can work with that uh, will essentially get the ball rolling and making the United States a better place to be. I, at least I believe. Now, if you have other ideas of what I should do, you can always email me directly, positive sarcasm at outlook.com, and then maybe we can add a few more to it. Or if you have issues with some of the things that I stated, you can always let me know. But that's what I think. If my first day is in office. In the meantime, we're at 40 minutes. I think I'm going to close up shop here on uh, this uh, episode, and I'm going to take the rest of the uh, year off. Well, I mean, let's face it. It's basically... By the time you hear this, I'll basically only have like another week or so left before I jump back into it. So it'll basically be two weeks off and then back into it. So I want to thank everybody who's been subscribing and coming up on the 300th episode of this podcast um, that basically just, you know, been laughing at my my stupid jokes or watching the videos on Instagram or, you know, just been kind of listening on and off over since my return uh, from a past uh, rough year or so. Uh, it's been a long 
strange trip and I'm glad that I'm still here to do this and I'm fully capable of doing it and eventually branching out a little bit day after day and subscribers here and there on Substack or Spotify or wherever they happen to be um, and then making the jump from YouTube to Rumble. Uh, it's a, it is a lot of work, but I'm glad I'm capable of, I don't know, seeing it through for better or for worse. So thank you to those who have been supporting me and I hope that you are in turn going to chase your own dreams whatever and for however long it takes it's going to be painful in the beginning and hell it'll probably be painful in the, in the middle but when you do truly chase your dreams like uh chris bumstead who just won his fourth mr olympia title for uh classic physique if you really just keep at it you can accomplish wonderful things so um you can find me anywhere where podcasts are available. You can hit me up on Rumble uh, at Positive Sarcasm and, of course, Facebook.com slash POS Sarcasm. Uh, Instagram at Positive underscore Sarcasm. If you have questions, concerns, comments, you can hit me up at my website, PositiveSarcasm.com. Contact me there. Or you can email me directly, PositiveSarcasm at Outlook.com. In the meantime, I wish everybody all the Merry Christmases and all the Happy Hanukkahs and all that jazz. I really do hope that it does work out for you and you have just enough booze in your system to get through the holiday season. I wish you all a very happy new year. Not all of you. There's a couple of you can go, that can go fuck themselves, but for the most part, all of you, um, be well. Live well. This is going to be a year. This 2020, 2023 is going to be a year that nobody ever forgets because you're going to give it your all, and you're going to capitalize on the chaos. You'll thank me for it later. Oh, and uh, buy silver. SLV. In the meantime, thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. And I'll talk to you all in 2023. Recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. This has been a positive sarcasm presentation.